podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, welcome to another edition of the Leeds That Podcast. You join Andy and I in the kitchen. Hello. The studio. It's the studio, isn't it? On the eve of Huddersfield Town versus Leeds United. It's much more than just a kitchen. Yeah, well, that's true. Especially when it's got mics in it. Yes, and an oven and a fridge and a kettle, so... That's a good point, is that boiled yet? Did we press go? Anyway, we are um, here for an interview podcast which will be coming out in, well, soon. Depends when we pull our fingers out, I suppose, doesn't it? We're waiting for our guest to arrive, but we thought that we'd start the Huddersfield Town preview because... We've no idea when we're going to get everybody together be- between now and kickoff, especially with it being an early one because of uh, our friends at Sky. Yeah, cheers, Sky. Thanks for that. Really appreciated. Nad. But the problem is that the people who do the prep for this are pretty much Paul and James. So yet again, with it being uh, me and Andy here, it means that we have we don't really know what we're talking about, do we? Yeah, we're talking about Leeds United playing oh, yeah, Huddersfield that's Town. That's true. And do you know what? Huddersfield Town playing Leeds United, actually. You're correct. And I'm feeling fairly good about it. Yeah, it, except for the fact that we're called Leeds that and it would be just like us to stop our winning run against Huddersfield or rather Huddersfield stop our winning run. My uh, One of my best mates is a Huddersfield fan and he tells me they've been playing three midfielders at the back which is why they keep conceding quite a lot. So I think if we can play... Three midfielders at the back? Yeah. Is that what Middlesbrough were doing with Johnny Housen last week? I think it's pretty much that, mate, yeah. I think... The, yeah, I don't know what's going on. They've got some fellow who's a winger whose name I can't pronounce, Haiyan Jaguch or something, who's a really good winger and they're playing him at right back or something. Um, so yeah, I think we'll do all right. I, I, I quite fancy it. What are, you, what are you doing for the game? Are you going? Yeah, of course I am. Getting up at stupid o'clock. Well, it's not that early, is it? But it's a bit of a pain for parking around there. Uh, what's their ground called these days? You should know this because it's a rugby league ground as well. The Gal Farm? It's not the Gal Farm. The John Smith Stadium. Yeah. Um, yeah, parking around there is a bit of a pain, so I'll probably set off earlier than you would usually set off to get to Huddersfield. Well, I'm watching with my family on the telly because we're doing Christmas-related things in the morning. Yawn. And then we're going to do Doing what? Christmas-related things. It's ages away. Mate, young children, excited. Me, not so much. What are you, uh, what are you thinking then? Think we're going to win? Yeah, I've uh, predicted a 3-1 win. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And I don't know why, but without Calvin Phillips in the team. Yeah, but Ben White is the new, is the second coming, isn't he? Well, we, what we should talk about is the fact that I um, predicted this. I've got so far into Marcelo Bielsa's headspace that when it became clear that Calvin Phillips would be suspended for this game, I called it that we'd move Ben White into his place. So you're living rent-free in Marcelo's mind, is that what you're saying? I think it's the other way around, to be honest. Um, but then when we moved Ben White there, he did look a bit unsure of himself, didn't he, on uh, last Saturday? I think he played better than he did for the rest of the game, to be fair. Really? Once he got in midfield? Yeah. I think he looked bang on. That's probably going to be the key to it. If he has a really good game and Berardi slots in behind him without any dramas, then I think we've got enough to beat Huddersfield. But it's just that niggling doubt, isn't it, about a Yorkshire derby and if the ref's having a bad day or... The, you know, the, it's just not a nice game to have, is it, at this stage of the season? And I'm sure very shortly when we catch up with our colleagues, we'll find out from our good mate El Loco Joe. 
who the ref is. Yeah, but right now you're with the uh, the unprepped lunatics. Oh, yeah, I can have a look on Twitter. Oh, you, do you know what? We could look on the prep sheet that our uh, esteemed colleague has, has, has he already done it? Yeah. El Loco Joe. Big fan of El Loco Joe. She's been a great El Puncher. Yeah, she saved us a lot of time every week. Gavin Ward is back as referee for the Huddersfield game on Saturday. What does that mean? Second time. No, it's the second game in a month he's refed of ours. He also refed the home win versus Blackburn. He He's taken charge of seven games featuring Leeds United. Three wins, one draw and three losses, showing ten yellows and one red. And the red card was for two yellows. It wasn't a straight red. Who was it for, do we know? Um, he was the guy who sent Pontus off in the away game at Stoke last season. Oh, what a donkey. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. We're killing this. He also refed the 3-2 loss to Ipswich on the last day of the season. But you oh, won't remember much about that, will you, Andy? I, I remember it very well. Thanks very much to Joe Bedford, El Loco Joe, for her uh, research, saving his time. I do remember that game. I just had a couple of shirts. You don't remember that game. I remember it very well. You weren't even. You didn't even watch the game. I did. You didn't. You were arguing with a fellow in uh, corporate hospitality. I wasn't. Paul was. I was making sure everything was tickety-boo. Good day, though. Well, apart from the result and yeah. the fact that we didn't get promoted and we'd spent a lot of money to see us get promoted. Roof pen were poo, wasn't it? Yeah. I think it's still somewhere in the sky in Suffolk, isn't it? Probably. So you've gone 3-1. I've gone 3-1 and I've, I've gone fishing in the Yorkshire Evening Post. Have you? What you put? Bear with me. Well, should I tell you what I put? Go on then. You aren't, you aren't in the Yorkshire Evening Post. I am. No, you're not. I am. Prove it. <laughs> I've got an alter ego. I put. I'd never really thought much about Huddersfield Town before the late 2000s. It was a club that some of our ex-pros would sometimes go to wind down their careers, but I've never seen it as much of a rivalry. In fact, I tend to be happy to see our Yorkshire rivals do well on behalf of the county. BBC Radio Leeds with a Yorkshire, West Yorkshire remit are almost duty-bound to make this some sort of huge derby, but the truth is that it's just another game for us, and that's how Marcelo Bielsa and the team will prepare. Good fishing, my lad. But we will still face a Huddersfield side and a support that is in full cup final mood. Oh, you've gone there. They do beat us as well. We found out the other week on our pod that they're beating us more than we've beaten them. Yeah, but they were really good back in like, I was going to say in the days of black and white TV, but that's us. They were good before TV. And they were... In the days of painting. And sadly in our lower games, our lower times recently, they had the upper hand, hadn't they? But anyway, that's by the by. I'm going 3-0. I don't see them scoring. Really? Yeah. Even without Calvin Phillips? Correct Mundo, my well, friend. Well, another um, clean sheet would be fantastic. They've got a good striker, that um, Grant, who scores for fun, but I can see him getting flogged. Granted. Granted. Nice one. What's your word? Another. As in just another game. Good. Another win? Hopefully. My word is dogs. <laughs> as in gone too. Huddersfield Town have gone to the... Or we are the dogs... Yeah, that's true. Nads. And they like to make love to. Right, well, we've recorded something, whether we use it or not, who knows. We've at least tested the levels for this interview that we're about to do. And we've also shown willing to our podcast friends and colleagues. Oh, is that the doorbell? Hello, Matt here. It's about 20 minutes to kick off. I'm walking down from where I've parked my car in Huddersfield towards the John Smith Stadium. And I'm on my own. Uh, that's not unheard of. But I'm also on my own in the pre-match podcast because uh, lots of things have conspired against us, which means that you know it's only been 
four or five months of podcasting and we've given up so there you go um it's christmas season so paul's at a pantomime he's not even watching the game andy has been working this morning so he's uh, in a rush to get back to watch the game on the telly and james is uh, on childminding duty so it's left to me to try and pull this ramshackle pre-match into some sort of shape so uh, let's find out very quickly from james what his pre-match prediction and word is i'm gonna go villains one pulls at a pantomime full of villains there two let's hope our defense can be robust and efficient no last uh, ditch tackles resulting in uh, villainous challenges and red cards let's keep it together I absolutely love Bielsa. There is no one else that would pick right-backs as centre-backs, midfielders as left and right-backs, and uh, uh, you know Ben White, centre-back as a central midfielder. Just brilliant. Can't wait to see what happens, but let's hope there's not a banana skin, um, which we talked about last week. A lot of these games have got the potential to uh, for us to slip up, and, and let's hope today's not the one with a slightly weakened side and playing a bit of a a rogue um, or having players in rogue positions if you like Twitter is a little less optimistic probably because of the the team um, being picked in the way it's had to be picked with Cooper out as well um, everyone's saying Leeds win 79% a draw 7% and Huddersfield to win 14% so a little less optimistic but let's see I personally think we'll win I think we are looking good away from home um, we may struggle to to contain them a bit with with the with the big changes to midfield and and defence in particular. But I think we'll win and we might concede a goal. But I'm saying three one. So as I said earlier, I'm going for three one. The team news is out. We've made two changes. Liam Cooper is out with a slight knock, so Berardi's in, and obviously Calvin Phillips was out anyway, so Johnny Olioski comes in. I was listening to the Radio Leeds coverage on the way over in the car, and they seem very nervous about the fact that we're playing Ailing and Berardi as centre-halves, and uh, Ben White in Calvin Phillips's role. I'm not 100% sure that that's exactly what we're going to do. There's always the chance that Ben White might play at centre-half, Ailing stays out on the right, and Dallas comes in, but... Either way, we should have enough to beat Huddersfield. So we'll uh, check back in after the match to see whether that's what we did. Jenny Alioski, Jenny Alioski, we love you. What a better feeling than beat the dogs in a derby, eh? Matt, how was it at the game? We, we had a nightmare in the old uh, start-up, didn't we, with the first half of the pod. Then we've got a squad of three now for this. So let's talk. Matt, you were at the game. Well, the game matched our uh, podcast, really. It was a bit of a mess. Didn't really get going properly. And, um, yeah, we've done better. So I think that the podcast uh, is reflecting how Leeds United performed wait a minute wait a minute until the second half where things got glorious because we've been joined by James hello I was just going to say yeah first half we were sloppy and like you say same as the pod 
It's worth saying as well that uh, on Twitter this week, we asked for people's favourite episodes of the Leeds Lap podcast so far, and somebody did say that they liked it when Andy is drunk on the post-match. So um, in honour of that, he's been sat on his sofa, in fact, laid on his sofa, drinking beer all afternoon. Is that right, Andy? Someone's going to be delighted because I am... Uh, and, uh, I'm on my way. But the person who's going to be delighted is not your wife. She is not happy with me right now. However... Things are looking up in the old... Uh... Nope. Great game, Leeds. Great game. Where's Paul, Andy? Who? Paul. He's the other one. Oh, no, he isn't. He's behind you. You don't mean to say it a pantomime? He's behind you. Right, okay. Well, the game, anyway. All that matters is we've got three points. Yeah, and do you know what? I think we actually played... Uh played it out today because if you look at the team we started with we didn't really have a recognised team really players played out of position all over the park front five looked pretty deadly as normal but the rest was just a little bit off and we played very well I think there's got to be a big shout out to the uh, Huddersfield sponsor Paddy Power because Paddy powered his way through their back line didn't he <laughs> he bullied him. he made him cry they couldn't live with him he was winding them up all game as well, wasn't he? They were a bit divey from what I could see. They seemed to go down whenever a Leeds player got within uh, a yard of him and the referee was letting him get away with it. Is that fair to say? Yep, yeah, I'll go with that. There's, there's one in first half where Click stood on back of Bakuda's ankle, which looked a bit naughty. But other than that, when that geezer, Schindler, he, uh, he went down of a bad back at one point and there was nothing wrong with him. What about Jerry Alioski's celebration? Well, before we get to the celebration, what about the goal? Yeah, the goal was a right finish. How many of them has he blazed over the bar? Yeah, well, that's what I was expecting. I think everyone was. I was right be- right behind it, and uh, yeah, I couldn't believe it had gone in. And also, I have watched it back on uh, on Twitter since, and it, he looked a lot closer to the goal in real life, the perspective, and he was, he was a long way out when he took the shot, wasn't he? Do you know what was better than this? Well, I'm probably not Paul's pantomime. Who? Never heard of him. That counter-attack that led to Pablo Hernandez's goal. It's weird, we're not a counter-attacking football side, are we? But we are counter-attacking and scoring goals. It shows you how tired they are, uh, our opponents, in the second half. Well, I first noticed this in the first half because Huddersfield, last five or ten minutes of the first half, were absolutely dead on their feet. And we're, we, we turned into the sort of team where you'd quite like each half to be 60 minutes because it's a shame that they had to go away and get a bit of a rest. But um, yeah, second half. W- once the first goal went in, they they lost their heads a little bit, didn't they? They were pretty deflated, and it meant that we could counter attack at will. The dogs came out with their tails wagging, and they went in, gasping for breath. We should have been two uh, 0 up as well. The, there was an offside given against Dallas, but he was never offside. Yeah, he didn't look it. I think it's because Bamford was a, was. On the well, he was he was definitely offside, and whether the the referee's assistant just saw that and just kind of got confused with that, I don't know. But yeah, it should have been a goal. But then Kiko Casilla at the other end, he made a right save, sort of kept us in it as well. I'm gonna say both keep both keepers made some great saves and clicky at the post. So uh, I I think two goals difference towards Leeds is probably fair. Um, but who cares? We've won. We're top of the league again for the minute. I think that's the right attitude, who cares? It was a very different game to what we're used to 
Huddersfield were quite physical and also because the fact that they were going down at, at anything and the ref was letting them buy it it meant that we had to stand off them a little bit and made them look good because they were running at us and we couldn't do much about it so to win 2-0 away from home great they made a comment um, on TV about because uh, I think the Cowleys the, the managers of uh, Huddersfield were going ballistic about the referee playing on rather than giving set pieces and I think they wanted us to reset because they knew how to attack us I think when we're in transition running back I don't I don't think they really knew what to do so they kept asking for set pieces or they wanted set pieces more than you know what I'm saying <laughs> the the second goal as well um how how many times have we got frustrated at um Harrison taking a man on and not being able to do anything with with his final cross but it was perfect for Pablo yeah you see I disagree with that because he's had like seven million assists in the last four games or something hasn't he this season is really come on you don't disagree that it was a great ball though Andy oh it's a beautiful ball and I disagree with because Sky was saying the same James they were saying oh he's not had as many balls in boxes end product gets questioned I think that was last season this season he must have had about a million and five assists if you remember the first few games there was there was that period where he, he had and we had so many crosses that were weren't hitting a, a man. It was like it was loads per game, um, and now he is. He's doing a lot better. What we're saying about Wolverhampton Wonders, James? How far off them are we? Tracking moves, tracking moves. Oh. Little update on tracking wolves. So we are sitting still. God, they were still having a good run. We're still four points behind them. They're on 47. We're on 43. Really? Only only one other team in the last five years has been on 43 at this point as well, and that was Newcastle in 2016, 2017. Everyone else is under our, under our point value. Whatever you do, James, don't tweet about that, mate. Crikey. You'll get, God, yeah, we got some heat for that. You'll get we? the all of Twitter on your back. Just enjoy the ride, guys. <laughs> Let's enjoy it. We're on a really good run. We've had eight games unbeaten now, I think, and I don't know how many wins in a row. Six, is it? Yeah, it'll be two draws to six wins. And um, what do you want at the end of that run? Two home games against uh, Hull and Cardiff. Yeah, it's shaping up to be quite tasty. The other thing I was thinking as well, it's, it's probably not a bad thing that Phillips has had a rest in time for the Hull game because they always cause us problems, don't they? They're a hard team to beat, I think. I'll tell you what, we missed him today, though. I don't think yeah. White had a bad game, but flipping heck, we missed we missed Calvin massively, which is why we, we get a bit of stick for it and we, we repeat what pundits are saying, but he's the best English player in that position who's English. <laughs> well, th- th- I think the other thing is that <laughs> ben, White, ben White and Liam Cooper looking so good is a lot to do with Calvin Phillips as well. Yeah. Where's Paul? He's at a pantomime. Oh, no, he isn't. Oh, yes, he is. Who's your one of the match? Uh, Andy, you've, you, you've learned how to do a joke in the space of 10 minutes. Well done, mate. Thank, thanks, mate. Who's your one of the match? Uh, as usual, it's between two for me. I would actually I'd give Kassir a shout out because he's got had a lot of um, clean sheets now and that was another good performance today. Mm. He had He had a bit of work to do. But for me, it's between Luke Aylin and Gianni Alioski. And because he scored, I'm going to give it to Alioski. Nice. James? I thought Pablo was so good today. I mean, there, was, there was elements again where it was a bit frustrating. He wasn't getting that 
that final ball, but he's just he orchestrates everything, doesn't he, when we're attacking. It's fantastic to watch. Um but I think you're right. I think I'll, I'll, I'm going to go with Valioski. He had a really good game. He showed us up when we were very vulnerable, or could have been very vulnerable with Cooper being out and the switches in defence and midfield. So, Andy got a goal, like you say. So, yeah, Alioski for me. How about you, Andy? I'm going for the other player who played on the left. I'm going Jack Harrison. I thought, out of all the players on the pitch, he was the most consistent. Um, I'm going to give a shout-out to... Bamford for being his little wind-up self and keeping their centre-halves out of bother. I always give a bit of Bamford loving and I think he did great, great again today. I think Jack Harrison, though, just was the only one who just continued to play well. I think Pablo, as James said, played well and defended well. Um, but I think our usual suspects that we normally go 9 out of 10, 8, eight out of 10, 9 out of 10 every game, Dallas, White didn't have that game today I thought Dallas was a little bit off for himself and obviously with Ben White in that position so I thought Harrison really stepped up just being Mr Consistency and playing his position and playing it well tracking back and uh, creating a goal so Jack Harrison I think we've got to talk a little bit about Eddie and Ketcher as well yeah I was just thinking about him what did you think I thought that it was noticeable how far off the pace he was compared to Bamford and he didn't have a particularly good cameo last week either so either he's still not fully fit or he's still some way off you know getting a starting place because before he got injured it was all talking about you know Bamford should be dropped for Eddie but that's not the place that we're in at the moment I don't think he he's running around but he's not closing down with the same intensity of Bamford and on the ball I mean, he's clearly a very good player, but on the ball, he's not um, not playing the passes, not keeping the ball like he should be. I don't think. What did you What did you think from the TV? His his touch looked a bit sloppy. Although that that being said, he kind of surged forward with the ball and passed it over to Harrison for him to cross it in yeah, for, that for the second, goal for, for that second goal, and he did well there. But yeah, he, he does look off it, and I just wonder if Bielsa's playing a bit of a game to try and, um, I guess. <laughs> We've got to play a certain amount of minutes um, to be able to stop this release clause, I, I believe, um, or this recall clause. That, but I don't, I don't, I don't know the full. Has that been confirmed? I don't know. I don't know the full ins and outs of it. If I'm perfectly honest, well, that, but, that can't be legit because he's been injured as well, surely. Yeah, well, I know that it costs us more if he doesn't play. Um, so there's probably that, but also I think he is very keen to keep him. So he wants to maybe show intent and get him in the team as much as possible, especially when we've when when we've probably looked like well, like, you know, like when we're three four nil up against Middlesbrough, get him on because we've got nothing to lose, getting him on to get the match time. So I wonder if it was similar today, if he felt confident that we were going to beat Huddersfield, or whether he does actually think, yeah, do you know what, he's ready for twenty minutes run out. Don't know. It's hard to tell, isn't it? Do you know what I think his problem was? Uh, I, I think he was trying too hard. I think with the little time he had on the pitch in such a intense game, he was overcooking it. When he overcooks it, he's, he's not quite at that level where he can just take on a team on his own or do the thing that you need to trick. I think when he's at his best, it's when he's, he's confident that he's going to get a tap in, not when he's 500 yards away from sticks trying to create something. He's not that kind of player for me. And a, and a couple of words for two other players as well. Ollie Casey on his debut thought he looked quite impressive for a first uh, step up into the, to the team. 
you know, the most impressive thing I can say about him, and this is no disrespect to him at all, he came into the game at a very important time and I didn't even know he was playing. That's because he, the team was so confident in him there that they were sure and weren't stressing. No one was worried that he was on the pitch. It was business as usual, as if Click hadn't left. Yeah, I thought yeah, I thought he played well. And then uh, Berardi, who always just gives you—I mean, he's not the greatest player in the world, is he? But he doesn't have put a shift in, and there were some brilliant moments from him today. So I love watching him play. Get him more time. Get him another year or two. Come on. It sounds like that might not be the case, doesn't it? There was rumours this week that he's uh, he's not going to be kept on beyond what we've got him for at the moment. Well, for me, he's proven today that he should be. What position does he actually play? Is he a right back? I can't even remember anymore. Is it? That's the thing with him, isn't it? It's, I think he there's an element of him probably feeling like he's out of position all the time, and whether he's comfortable playing that centre back role. Um, not and not only is he playing the centre back role, he's playing on the left hand side of the centre back, and he's he's dominated one of the top scorers in the league, hasn't he? That Grant for them scored sixteen goals, and he missed an open goal. But other than that, Berardi's kept him quiet in his back pocket. And he's a right back playing centre half, and he's probably got a few inches less height than him. We're lucky to have Berardi. Deserves credit. Deserves credit, and uh, already uh, played a massive role in this season. What's your word then, James? Come back to me. That's three words. Actually, it's four. <laughs> Matthew. Well, your word in the pre-match was dogs, so I'm going to go with bark, as in bark to the top of the league. Yes. Oh God. I was going dogs again, mate. Dogs bollocks. We are the dogs bollocks. We're proving who we are and what we're all about. And should we quickly go over to Paul to find out what his word was? Nah, he's behind you. Well, apologies for missing the entire podcast this week, guys. But um, relieved to have got the three points, six wins in a row. Absolutely brilliant. Haven't seen any of it. I listened to Bryn for uh, parts of it. Um, trying to get a signal around Harrogate Town Centre, which is no good. And um, I actually got better in the theatre. would say Snow White, Harrogate Theatre, check it out if you haven't already done so. Top pantomime. But most importantly, three points. Final word is going to be grinning again, because uh, as long as we keep on winning, that's what we're going to be doing. Cheers. Go on then, James, we've come back to you. I'm going to be really boring and just say happy. I feel very happy that we're we're winning games and we've got we're onto a good run and I hope we can continue. Hull's a difficult difficult match though, so I'll probably will uh, be a bit more nervous for that one. But yeah, just absolutely delighted, happy. That's sort of a tin down. That's sort of a win down. We're top of the league. Come on, Leeds. Join us again. Catch up with our pod interviews. Catch up with our other stuff. Yeah, see you soon. Podcast Network.